0: Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. Hi, I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16. And you will find links to all the fics I talk about today in a link for FicRex on my pinned post on Tumblr. And my Tumblr is also linked on my Twitter account as well as my Coffee account. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a copy at ko-fi.com slash well 16 And if you're a regular listener, you know I also have a weekly podcast that posts every Tuesday, so if you are into documentaries, you might enjoy that one. You can find it everywhere you listen to podcasts, and it is called Let's Talk About It. If you want to check out more about the episode, you can find info for it on both Tumblr and Instagram under the name Let's Talk About It. And now on to episode 58 of this podcast, where I'll be talking about all the One Direction fix I read this month, January, 2024, and what fics have been posting on AO3 this month. We got fics from the Zane's album fic fest this month, and also the 1D rom-com fic fest. Oh, and there was another one that was just finishing up, um, the 1D one-liner fic fest. Next month, keep an eye out for fix from the 1D Soulmate fic Fest and the 1D Song fic Fest. Okay, on to the fic recs for this month. And then after that, I will get to all the new fics that were posted in January and submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup. Give you some summaries for them so you can see if any of those interest you. And, you know, some months I get in a um, mood. So this month, there are quite a few softer kind of fix And... Some Christmassy ones because I think I was still in the mood for Christmas stuff. But anyway, the first Larry fic I have for you is called "And I Would Search the Night Sky to Find You." It's by Devil in My Brain on Ao3, and The Devil in My Brain on Tumblr. Rated explicit, fifty-six thousand words, and it's an Omega verse fic. And it was written for the Omega Harry Fic Fest last year. The summary says Harry Styles is a high-class, well-bred Omega attending Bosworth Academy a prestigious boarding school looking over the small town on Kinsey. He has his whole life already planned for him, learning his place as the potential mate for an important alpha, practicing his homemaking skills and being obedient above all else. When he attends a school trip into town, though, he meets Louis Tomlinson, a blacksmith and mouthy alpha who doesn't particularly care for the standards of high society nor for the people in it but things are not always what they seem, and a past grievance may change the lives of everyone involved forever. Okay, this one, I'm going to be thinking about this one for a long time. Just going in, I think I saw a boarding school and thought, that's what I was getting? Just like a boarding school AU. This is so much bigger than that. Um, I'll explain. <laughs> so it's such a well thought out Omegaverse world. And yes, Harry's been sent to this boarding school. It's a fairly abusive boarding school, and it's more like a finishing school for omegas. I should have known from Louis being a blacksmith that this was historical, but I didn't quite get the full picture until I started reading, and then you're just whisked away back in time to this town where the lower class kind of looks on from afar at the high-class omegas that are at this academy that's on the outskirts of their town. There's intrigue and twists and turns, and it's so beautifully written with these very complex characters. Even the side characters are pretty complex and I just keep catching myself thinking about it, even though I finished it a while ago. It's one you can really get swept away in and it's definitely going on my list of favorites and it's my new favorite by this writer. And I did choose a passage from it to read to you. Um, this is kind of after they've already gotten together a little bit. God, I wish I could spend every day like this, Harry sighs, reaches up and laces his fingers with Louis, tugging his hand down so Harry can trace over his knuckles. Laying out in the sun, Louis asks, raises an eyebrow at Harry, but it doesn't matter. Harry isn't looking at them, and it allows Louis to study his profile instead. It's such a lovely profile, too long nose and smooth cheeks, that Cupid's bow bow mouth a shade almost close to the inside of a strawberry. You think you're a sunflower now? You know they grow and turn their faces to the sun. Hmm, is that true? Harry has to roll his head at an awkward angle to see Louis, but he still does it. Grins that wide dimpled smile too. It is. Reaching down, Louis uses his free hand to brush a curl away from Harry's forehead. So I guess you're a sunflower. I think you're more of a sunflower, Harry giggles, brings their joined fingers up to his mouth so he can kiss Louie's knuckles. So bright and loud. You know, I bet if sunflowers could talk, they'd have the loudest voices just cut through a room full of chatter. That's like you. You're just singular. Rare. I don't think I've ever met anyone like you. Oh. Louie can't hide it, knows his face must be turning pink, feels warm in his face and in his chest. He's not used to this either, the flattery and charm. Louis is pretty sure Harry could charm an angel out of their wings with only his dimples and his glittering eyes. You're flattered, Harry coos, presses another series of soft, warm kisses over the back of Louis's palm. It's a good look on you. You cocky thing. Louis can't help the laugh that comes out wild and free, just erupts from his chest like he has to tell the world that he's happy, that Harry is happiness. Sitting up a little, Louie manages to hook his hand just under Harry's chin, drawing him in for a messy kiss half smeared between their grins. When he pulls back, he doesn't go far, nudges his nose against Harry's and kisses his cheek. If I'm a sunflower, then you're a moonflower, Louie murmurs, doesn't stop showering Harry's face in small gentle kisses. So mysterious and closed off until under the right light, you just open up and it's so beautiful, like a secret. Am I your secret? Harry asks. Rolls his body until he can align himself to Louie. Makes it easier for them to reach as they dissolve once more into open, panting kisses. Aren't I yours? The next fic is called You Are Not My Type, Still I Fall by Imogen Lee on AO3 and Imogen Lee Writer on Tumblr. It's rated mature 38,000 words in its own verse fic. The summary is his mom is going to kill him. Well, not kill him, just give him a right telling off. him admit she'd been right, then try to confine him to his room until they found a hefty alpha to look after him and rein him in or something. She wouldn't manage, of course. Harry is only 24 and has no inclination to settle down at all, especially not at the behest of an alpha. But as his mum would point out, that was the same stubborn attitude that got him here, in his car in a thunderstorm, on the side of a forsaken lane of some little countryside town in Yorkshire his mobile's got no signal, his GPS isn't working, and he's running low on petrol, so he can't even use the heater. Oh, and most importantly, his car is stuck in the mud, so even if the GPS was working and he knew where to go, he wouldn't be able to. He's been in stickier spots, he reminds himself. Way stickier. This is just a bit of rain. It'll blow over. Then Harry will just, well all right he isn't entirely sure what to do when the rain stops because he'll still be stuck and lost but hey there won't be any rain which is something to cheer about okay i admit i have not read this writer's super long things but i really want to because i absolutely love these shorter ones that they've written it's so much fun when a writer has such a clear voice in their writing all the hype about this writer well deserved in my opinion this is a lot less angsty, I think than most of this writer's fix, but you will absolutely fall in love with these characters rough around the edges, Louie, but he's so soft for Harry just had me from the start and Harry just bursting into Louis's life and just bringing so much life to it. It's funny and charming and ultimately has such a lovely, satisfying ending for these boys. The next fic is called I Really Like Your Styles: The Baking Adventure by Homosocially Yours, rated Teen and Up, 35,000 words on a cop it's a coffee shop fic, and this is one of last year's advent fics. The summary is Louis isn't much for frills and the coffee shop he co-owns with his best friend Liam's evidence of that. Yes, it's got a decent sized well-kept industrial kitchen, but Louis insists that people come to coffee shops for coffee not mediocre pastry and plastic wrapped cookies. When Liam's campaign for serving treats turns into watching a few baking accounts on whichever popular app he's on, there's one that really gets on Louis's nerves. I like your styles. With his chipper demeanor and over-the-top descriptions of the food he makes, Louis is sure that the unfortunately cute baker is full of it. Nothing that adorable could possibly be worth the hype. It doesn't actually take much for him to eat his words, and some quality baked goods while he's at it. Okay, so I read this one after it was complete, and it was so lovely. But also, I feel like I kind of missed out a little bit. I wish I had read along with it in December because it was it's so so soft. I think it would have brought me a lot of comfort. But you know, I don't know. Any other year, I would have read it as an Advent fic. But I was writing my own. I couldn't follow along with as many as I wanted to. Boo. Anyway. I want to encourage any of you who didn't read along with it in December like me to read it now because it is utterly delightful we can still get our comfort fix in all at once instead of a little at a time i loved these characters so much that lilo friendship was beautiful and the way that harry just burrowed right in under Louis's skin before he even knew what hit him was so much fun the coffee shop was like this legit coffee shop fic, is in you actually feel like Louis and Liam know what they're doing, which was kind of cool, honestly, and not what we usually see in a coffee shop thick. Usually you get, you know, baristas and once in a while there's an owner, but these guys were roasting their own coffee beans, okay? Felt real. <laughs> anyway, I am literally smiling right now, just thinking about the story. So if you need something to put a smile on your face, this is the fic to read. The next one's called Until the Pearls Get Lost by Lady London de three in London fog in a cup on tumblr. It is rated mature, 25,000 words, and it's an Omegaverse fic, and it was written for last year's Big Bang. The Summary says, London, 1933, Harry Styles, alpha, elusive bachelor, and happy third wheel to his coupled friends, receives a visit from one Liam Payne begging for his help. Liam's childhood friend Louis is about to become the talk of the city, left at the altar because the mating bond was rejected. Louis will spend the rest of his life in an institution unless Liam can find someone to take him in and care for him as he recovers. Most omegas with failed bonds are never the same again. With rumors swirling around about the reason for the rejected bond, Harry gives in to Liam's pleas. He hasn't the slightest idea how that decision will shape the rest of his life. Oh man, this was so cool. Such a unique story. I love historical fics, and I love a historical Omegaverse fic even more. Instead of talking about the plot or anything like that, really, I just want to say some of the really cool things to look out for when you're reading this. One is that Louis's character is basically comatose for a large part of the story, and yet he is somehow such a vivid character, and it is wild that the writer was able to let us feel like we knew louie even though he's mentally like not with us for most of it the other thing is that the writer leaves you clues like hints whatever as to what's happening and i was oblivious the whole time i don't have an explanation for why i was ignoring all the clues so i'm at the end gasping over what's really happening when i should have gotten a clue long before but I think I was just a little bit swept away, and so I was just reading as fast as I could to find out what was going to happen, so maybe that's my excuse. But if you read it, maybe try not to be all, you know, oblivious like I was. The next one is called Something to Remember by Parmaham Leary. It is rated Teen and Up 25,000 Words, and it's a soulmate AU. This is another Big Bang fic from last year. The summary is, every time you meet your soulmate, the event is marked on your skin forever in the form of a corresponding tattoo in roughly the same place on both of your bodies. Sometimes it takes a few tries before you piece together who that person is, leading some to be more covered in soul marks than others. Travel writer Louis Tomlinson has no tattoos. Neither does singer and actor Harry Styles. Will a trip to Maui's most exclusive and private resort bring these two soulmates together, or will their bodies be constant reminders of what they missed out on? I love soulmate fic so much. If anyone remembers, I used to run a soulmate fic fest. That's how much I love them. I should, I should run it again someday. And it was actually a soulmates abroad. So soulmates set like outside of the UK. This fic would have fit in that fest perfectly. Now I know why I liked it so much. <laughs> it was lovely having them on this tropical island as they fumble around trying to figure out who it is they keep meeting and ending up with all these soul marks. Zane as Louis's best friend and Niall as Harry's so much fun. When Niall starts like hysterically laughing at Harry for his soul mark, I was just laughing right along with him or when Louis dismisses Harry as an option because surely the universe would not give him a soulmate who drinks green smoothies or whatever. I was laughing about that one too. So many great moments like that. This is such a fun getting together soulmates fic, basically no angst. So if you're looking for a fun read, look no further. The next one is a series. It's the Rolling Stone UK awards AU by in Nina Hart on AO3. I don't know how to say these, these usernames. Is it the Chabier on Tumblr or am I giving it like a French accent for no reason? I don't know. I should have asked before I recorded this. Okay. It's rated mature 15,000 words. It's Canon divergence. And the first part in the series is actually rated teen and up. And the title is the way you move for me, baby lights me up like nobody else. The summary is, I guess I have to go. It was really nice to meet you, Louie. You too, he said weakly. Harry started walking away from him, and he felt like he was missing the moment. If he let him go like this, he would lose on, on something. Something great. Something beautiful. Harry, he almost yelled. Those green eyes found him again, and he struggled, thinking of what to say. You look beautiful in that dress. It's what he landed on. Almost smacked himself for it. He was sure Ollie was laughing behind his back if he wasn't too busy commenting this entire encounter in his group chats. He was about to apologize when he saw Harry blossom at his praise and the most gorgeous smile illuminating everything. Thank you, Louis, he preened. You know, I wrote a song back in the day called Little Black Dress. He didn't imagine the little spark in his eyes nor the pleased smirk on his lips nor the tongue peeking out to wet them. Why do you think I chose it for tonight? Now, the second part's ready to mature, and the title of the second part of the series is And When I Sleep, I'm Gonna Dream, I Don't Care, It's Obvious. And the summary just says, Focus, Photo, Interviews, Wooing Louis in That Order, or Harry's Point of View on the Night of the Awards. He's a little obsessed, but it's understandable. Okay, this series is like a Louis fan dream come true fic. (laughs) The flirting, sexual tension, just out of control in this one. It's one of the times where it feels like a true series. Like, you've got to read the second part because it adds so much to the story. Even though the events are the same, like they're, it's happening in both, but it was so fun to read Louis B. instantly smitten, and then equally fun to read Harry putting into action this whole plan to capture the attention of his longtime celebrity crush. And I actually clapped my hand over my mouth at one point, <laughs> In part two, because there's this great kind of plot twist to everything. I love a plot twist. So what I'm saying is you have to read both of these, okay? The next one is called Sex Drunk Sucker Punch by Thin Lines on AO3 and Thin Lines with the Z on Tumblr. Rated explicit, 7,000 words. It's a sugar baby fic, and it was written for last year's title and trope fic fest. The summary is, damn, Tomo hit the jackpot this time? Which old bird or geezer gifted you that? Is it that mad bloke cowl? Fuck, did you give him a good dicking?" Louie's face twisted in disgust as he shoved Niall off. Don't say shit like that. Fucking gross. He shook his head, shuddering at the thought. Well, who is it? Who's willing to spend that much on you? Louie had to hightail it into his room and lock the door to avoid Niall's insistent questions. He sank down on his bed, carefully putting the Rolex back into its cushion before noticing a folded note underneath the padding. Hello, Louie. I've heard from Helene about you. Please contact me when you get this. All the love, H. H? Louie pushed back his long fringe. Or, sugar baby Louie did what any sugar baby should avoid doing, but clichély end up doing anyways. That is, falling for his sugar mama. Okay, this writer always has the most unique ideas for a fix. I'm always amazed every time I read one, how they just manage to keep surprising me. This one turns the sugar baby trope on its head a little bit with louie as the sugar baby and harry as the powerful ceo but instead of harry really being a sugar daddy he's more like a sugar mama and they're both falling for each other even though they think they should not be they're both absolute idiots about it so idiots in love but luckily they've got friends who kind of help them along with it and I just thought it was so cool how this was specifically written for a trope fest and that they did something so different with the trope itself. The next one's called Harmony by Nui's. It's rated explicit, 6,000 words, and it's an Omega verse fic. The summary is Alpha Harry and Omega Louie don't have the most amicable relationship at work. When they get stuck together in an elevator, Harry scents Louie after no- nothing else works to bring him out of his panic state. Their time trapped in the elevator together brings to light some misunderstandings and maybe some feelings for each other too. Okay, I'm (laughs) realizing how much Omegaverse I read this month. Okay, anyway, who could blame me? This one was so lovely, so soft, but with a dash of hurt comfort. They get stuck in the elevator and it gives Harry a chance to clear up what was between them and also be helpful and kind of show his true colors to Louis. I really liked how the time skips were used, so you get a before, a during, and an after. And that just wraps up the story so well. It really was such an effective way to tell this little story. So there's a bit of fluff, a bit of smut. It just feels like a bit of everything good all in one. The next one's called Saving Sweet Creature by the Halsonic Latch Assist on AO3 and Tea on Tumblr. Rated general 6,000 words. It's a mermaid fic and this fic was written for me and also for the 1D creator clubhouse holiday exchange. The summary is Louis lives a life. He wouldn't change anything for with cliff by his side. What happens when he meets a mermaid who quite likely hates him? I think I have read three fics now by this writer. There's an Rhoda one, a Regency one, and then this mermaid one. So I feel like I'm forgetting one. But what I'm trying to get at is that each world is so different, whether it's fantasy, historical. There's so much imagination being put into each one, and each one has its own charm to it. I loved how in this one they end up first connected through Louise's Dog and then managed to forge a friendship and then something more. I love the adventure aspects of the fic and I just really appreciate the writers who will still give us fantasy fics like this when they aren't as commonly written these days and us fantasy lovers are still out here enjoying them. The next one is called Powerless and I Don't Care by Local Lopa on AO3 and Vule Lu on Tumblr, rated explicit, 4,000 words, and I guess I would call this a daddy kink fic. Everyone on tour calls each other daddy, don't ask why, and Louie is so used to calling everyone daddy that when he finally comes home, naturally he calls Harry that. Alternatively titled The Daddy Fic okay I had to read this one immediately it is always fun when someone gets inspired by something that's happened in real life and then immediately has to write it and it's even more fun when it's a writer you already love so this one was inspired by Isaac from Louis band posting a photo dump on Instagram that included a photo of the word daddy spelled out in tape and Michael also from Louis band kind of claimed that he was the one who did that anyway this was so funny clever really hot and smutty and ultimately it's a kink exploration fic where louis is inadvertently figuring some things out about himself the next one is called tuka tuka i like you i like you i like you, I like you by persephone flowers it is rated explicit four thousand words and it is a canon fic and this was written for last year's bottom Harry fic fest the summary is the San Francisco getaway AU where Harry is needy and Louie has a flight to LA in a few hours. This was just gorgeous. Wow. You can just really feel the mood and the atmosphere of this fic. There's this sultry feeling to it and warmth. And then the relationship between them, it has these different dynamics where they feel settled because they are You know they're together it's an established relationship but there's a desperation there too it almost feels like you found yourself in this intimate moment with them as if you've been given a glimpse into something that feels private and these are like the last few hours they have together until the next time they'll see each other so i guess that's kind of like the desperation of it anyway this was a must read beautifully written fic i just highly recommend reading this one The next one's called Stuck in Midnight Traffic by Let the Music Move You on AO3 and Let the Music Move You 28 on Tumblr, and the summary is the curly-haired man sniffles again, but the tears seem to have stopped for now at least. I was supposed to spend Christmas Eve with my boyfriend. That is, until we got into a horrible fight. He seems to wince at his own words. I guess I should start getting used to calling him my ex-boyfriend. But anyways, we just couldn't stay there any longer. Kevin and I had to get out. Louis blinks before looking around the empty tube car confusedly. Kevin? The man nods and then squeezes a little tighter to the little potted plant clutched in his arms. Kevin is a Christmas cactus, but he doesn't bloom, he quickly adds, which is completely fine because I love him just as he is. is not sure what most of that means. All he does know is that he needs to make sure this strange, beautiful creature is never sad again. Or the one where two broken people meet in an empty tube car on Christmas Eve, can they find a way to heal each other? Okay, this one so incredibly sweet. This emotionally hurt Harry and a comforting Louis and they kind of just meet by chance on Christmas Eve. And both of them are kind of lonely in their own ways. All Harry has is his Christmas cactus Kevin. I don't want to give all that part of it away. But this last little bit with Kevin is just magical. And I just loved that moment so much. The next one is called Just Hold On. It's by Silver Stuff 50. It is rated mature, 3,000 words. It's a security guard fic. The summary is, Harry, I'm fine, Louis says soothingly. I know I'm safe because you and Johnny are there. As long as I can feel you holding me, I know I'll be okay. Harry flushes again and can't stop himself thinking about his hands on Louis' warm skin. He shakes his head stubbornly, half to protest and half to clear his head of the thought. It's just not safe. You're surrounded by people grabbing and pulling at you. He looks Louie up and down appraisingly. And you're so… He stops himself when Johnny shoots him a warning look. If the next word you say is small, I will fire you, Louie says with narrowed eyes. Harry's shoulders slump. I wasn't going to say small. He was going to say small. I was going to say um, reckless okay how many of these louis security guard at the barricade fix can i possibly read the answer is all of them i want to read all of them have i read all of them i might have Uh, bring on more of them please i i should actually search that tag to make sure that i have read every single one because i cannot get enough of it okay i loved how flustered harry could be by louis especially when he's throwing himself into the crowd Louis being so direct felt so real too. And then the banter and the sexual tension was so good. And okay, there's actually not explicit smut in it, but you'll somehow feel like there was. Same vibes for sure. The next one's called Tuck a Knife with My Heart Up My Sleeve by Padfoot You Dog on AO3 and Louis is Worth It on Tumblr. Rated general, 2,000 words, and this is a Royal AU. The summary is. Louis, what are your thoughts? asks Prince Harry. It would almost be shocking to be asked a direct question if the prince did not somehow surprise him daily. Unfortunately, Louis's mind is blank. He's been trying not to pay attention, the subject too distasteful and the potential for damage too real for him to ponder for long. I have none, my lord, says Louis. No one dares snicker, for even though Louis is not significant to them, he is significant to the prince, loath as he is to admit it. The prince huffs out a laugh. If only, he says. Louis suppresses a scowl. Doncaster loses the war and Louis is the prize. Listen, okay. I love short fics. I think I've made that clear over the years. Uh, I am definitely not one of the people who want more from a short fic usually. Made an exception for this one because the premise just, it had me on fire. I love royal fics, but this one has Louis... He's almost a prisoner of sorts, even if he's married to the prince, it's arranged obviously from the summer, you know, because Doncaster loses a war. But it just adds so much intrigue because, well, Louis is so knowledgeable, and then there's so much simmering beneath the surface here, it could be explored. But either way, I am thankful to have this short fic of incredibly complex characters in this very difficult situation just a few thousand words. If I never get more, I'll still be completely happy with this, but I just wanted to admit that I did wish for a little bit more. Okay, not a little bit more, like a hundred thousand words more. (laughs) Okay, the next one is called Mistletoe Kiss by Neon Diamond, rated general 1,000 words, and it's a roommate's fic. The summary is a little bit of mistletoe is just the thing Louie needs to let his roommate Harry know he's got quite the crush on him. Ah, uh, roommates, pining roommates, where it's, of course, mutual, and you will melt with the cuteness of this little ficklet. So fluffy and cute. It's the perfect Christmassy little ficlet. Uh, another Christmas ficklet for you is called Oh Christmas 3 by Tomocat. Rated mature, 1,000 words. This one's Omegaverse. Written for the 1D Creator Clubhouse Holiday Exchange, and the summary is a birthday surprise goes awry. Louis doesn't understand. Harry blames the oven. Another Omegaverse fic? What can I say? I I think this is the last one for this month, but anyway, this one is adorable. Harry burns the surprise away. He's going to tell Louis he's pregnant. It's so funny, especially when Louis is just completely oblivious, does not get it at all. So this is a funny little bit of established relationship fluff. And I think this is the last Larry fic. It's called Always You by Enchanted Land Coffee, Rated General, 1,000 words, and it's an ex's fic. The summary is, you heading home, mate? Liam asked as the movie ended, softly nudging Zane to wake him up. Is it all right if I just kip here, Pano? Louie answered, taking a sip of his beer as he stretched his legs out, having been sitting on them for the majority of the movie. You sure, Lou? You're only down the hall, and I'm sure Harry'd be worried if you didn't come home. Nah, I'm sure he'll be just fine by himself for one night. Besides, I'm pretty sure Nick's over there, Louis drawled, finishing off his beer as he searched his pockets for his phone. Liam winced at the bitter tone in his friend's voice. Or Louis calls his ex on Valentine's Day. Ah, oh, poor stupid Louis. <laughs> He's all sad and ridiculous for what turns out not to be what he thinks it is. I love a bit of angst with a misunderstanding, but it's quickly resolved because this is a ficlet, so we get a resolution, we get a happy ending. And that ficlet was, yes, the last of the Larry fics I have for you all this month, so let's move on to a few rare pair fix. And the first rare pair I have is called Like a Moth into a Flame by We Are the Same on AO3 and So Why Let Your Voice Be Tamed on Tumblr. Rated teen and up 5,000 words, and this one's a Zane and Louis pairing. It was written for last year's wordplay challenge, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm still reading these. Still have not gotten to all the wordplay fix, still working on that. The summary is Louie's eyes light up. Someone wrote a sex poem. He ignores the way other teachers look their way and lowers his volume, but not by enough if the narrowing of Zane's eyes is any indication. Someone wrote a sex poem, he repeats, barely able to keep from giggling. He's 27 years old, and he shouldn't be so delighted by the fact that some 15-year-old in Zane's class wrote something raunchy, but he can't help it. Worse, Zane mutters, the dejected slump of his shoulders actually making Louis feel a little sorry for him. Someone wrote a sex poem about me. Or a student writes Zane a sex poem, the only logical conclusion is for Louis and Zane to fake date okay it feels so real that if zane was a teacher all the girlies would be in love with him poor zane it's so cute how seriously though louis takes his fake dating even though he thinks his feelings for zane are so one-sided louis writing zane poems and they're actually real life louis song lyrics so it'll just have you melting or it did me anyway of course zane ends up wooed by it all because who could resist those words it's the perfect Valentine's fix, so it's a perfect read for you in the next coming month. The next one's called Fine Line by Lady AJ underscore 13 on AO3, Lady AJ dash 13 on Tumblr, rated general, 1000 words, and this is a Louis and Nick Grimshaw pairing. The summary is telling his family was always going to be a big deal, but doing it alone was a sacrifice he could make. He never thought they'd fall about laughing. Okay, this ficlet has my heart. Tomlin Shaw was my first rare pair I ever read. I think it'll always have a hold on me. And this one is a short canon ficlet of their established relationship. Louis is kind of taking it to the next level by telling his family about them. And then he's so indignant and wanting like this bit of reassurance when it doesn't go how he thought it would go. But I loved how supportive Nick was in it. I just, I'm in love with this ficlet. Okay, the last fic I have for you is called To Wake Up By Your Side is All I Want to Do. It's by Beardy Boys ZX, rated general, 1,000 words, and this is a Zane and Niall pairing, and it was written for the show FicFest. The summary is sometimes Niall still thinks about the way Zane's laugh sounds when they watch TV, and Niall makes up fake answers for whatever quiz show they're watching. <sighs> this was beautiful. I I'm not sure I can fully explain how this attacked me personally, <laughs> but I loved how patient Niall was, how understanding he was, and I, it truly felt like I've been seen there. And I just understood the Zane so well. It feels a little bit like the actual story of my life, no pun intended. Um, you know, me and Zane, we need a little time and patience and understanding. We need a Nile to do that for us. <sighs> I'm fine. This one really got to me though as you can tell. And on that note before I start crying, let's move on to all the fics that were submitted to the 1D monthly fic roundup for January and we'll take a look at those together and add some fics to our to-read lists. The first fic in the roundup is called Feels Like Snow in September by Louie is my cat on AO3 and Liminal Kitty 369 on Tumblr. Rated explicit 75,000 words, it's a Louis and Harry pairing, and the summary is, a mysterious teenager shows up at Louis' door claiming to be his daughter, with an Omega he hasn't seen in 16 years, whom believes their secret love child to be dead. The next one's called, And I spend my time trying not to feel it, but what would you do if I went to touch you now, by refuse thy name on AO3, and refuse thy name 28 on Tumblr, Rated explicit, 14,000 words, and this is a Harry and Louis pairing. It was now Niall's turn to spin the bottle, and after a swift spin, it landed on Harry. That familiar glimmer Louis had seen in Niall's eyes before this evening made its appearance once more, and Louis knew he was fucked. He wasn't sure what Niall was planning, but it sure as hell was going to involve him as well as Harry. Oh, Harry, Niall grinned, clearly amused. Your challenge tonight is that you have to call your right-hand player Daddy for the rest of the evening. Everyone's eyes shifted from Harry to Louis, and it was then that Louis realized that he was Harry's right-hand player. Or the New Year's Eve fic that involves a lot of pining, a drinking game, and a daddy kink. Alternative title, head empty, just vibes and smut. (laughs) The next one is called Catching Eyes Across the Room. By Beardy Boise X. This is not rated 12,000 words in a Zane and Liam pairing. Zane is 19 when he gets his gift. People say that when you get your gift, you can hear the magic's voice whisper what it will be to you the morning of your birthday. Zane has always wondered what magic sounded like, but most importantly, what will it say to him? The next one's called Wish You to Ashes by Let the Music Move You on AO3, Let the Music Move You 28 on Tumblr. Rated explicit, 6,000 words, and this is a Louis and Harry pairing. There in the middle of the candle triangle on Harry's dining table is the source of all Harry's turmoil. His ex, Louis Tomlinson, and all his glory. Literally. Louis is sat on his bum, looking confused, not a stitch of clothing on him. It takes him a few beats to comprehend what's going on as well, and when he does, he attempts to cover his crotch with his hands. Harry? He glances around the kitchen then. What the fuck? Harry shrugs, a bit helplessly. I don't know. I was trying to banish you, not summon you. Louis narrows his eyes. Banish me, really? Very mature, Harry. Or the one where Witch Harry is heartbroken and resorts to a risky spell to rid him of his ex. It doesn't exactly go as planned. The next one's called Out of Our Systems Part 2 by Rearview Dreamer on AO3. All dash these dash Larry things on Tumblr. Rated explicit, 6,000 words. It's a Harry and Louis pairing, but also Harry, Louis, and Zane. Louis and Harry opening their relationship sounded like such a mistake. Having sex with Zane turned out to be one of the greatest decisions that they've ever made. So great, in fact, that they've been counting down the days until they can do all do it again. But first, a proper date night is in order. Part 2 of Out of Our Systems. The next one's called I'll Make This Feel Like Home by Enchanted Land Coffee, rated general, 401 words. It's a Louis and Harry pairing. The summary is Louis returns home to his boys for Christmas. The next one's by the same writer. It's called To Find a Love That Feels This Right, rated general, 1,000 words, a Harry and Louis pairing. When Harry had agreed to attend the Payne's Red Carpet Gala, he had no idea he'd bump into his celebrity crush. that his celebrity crush was even more attractive in person. A Christmas fic filled with laughter, love, and light. The next one's by the same writer. It's called A Man's Best Friend, rated general, 693 words, also a Louis and Harry pairing. Clifford pulls the leash out of Louis's hand and winds up getting caught by a curly-haired stranger. The next one's called And Right From the Start by We Are The Same on AO3 and So Why Let Your Voice Be Tamed on Tumblr, rated teen and up, 13,000 words, and this is a Zane and Liam pairing. It all started when Zane ran into Aiden again. Aiden. Liam hadn't thought about him in years, if he's honest. They'd been in high school together, but that was ages ago, and they'd lost touch, as people do when you go to uni. Last thing Liam heard was that he'd gone off to London to study at ICMP. Liam and Zane had stayed up north, going to Manchester together. They'd done everything together, from the moment their mums had introduced them to one another. Liam had been the new neighbor moving up from Wolverhampton, and Zane had been all of the three years old when he declared Liam his best friend. Liam had looked into those hazel eyes, framed by impossibly long eyelashes, even then, and felt like he'd come home. Even now, in their 20s, they still do everything together. They'd finished their degrees at the same time, Zane, the responsible one, making Liam study even when he didn't feel like it, and had moved down to London together finding a flat and jobs, and building up a social circle that consisted of both Zane and Liam's friends. It's nice, it's comfortable, and somehow Liam hadn't expected it to end. The next one's called Shut Your Mouth Baby by Larry underscore hiatus on AO3 and Larry dash hiatus on Tumblr, rated explicit 3,000 words and a Harry and Louis pairing. While fooling around in a closet at a New Year's Eve party, Louis can't seem to keep quiet. All he needs to do is hold off until midnight when Harry will finally uncover his mouth and let him come at full volume. The next one's called Influenced by Zeta17 on AO3, Louis and the Aquarian on Tumblr, and also by ZMMF on AO3 and Zane Malik's Middle Finger on Tumblr. Rated mature, it is 18,000 words so far, it is a work in progress, and it's a Louie and Harry pairing. When Louis Tomlinson goes to bed on New Year's Eve, he is not prepared to wake up to a job offer that's layered in more NDAs than he's ever seen, courtesy of Zane, A-list pop star and Louis's best friend Liam's celebrity crush. But what is Louis even less prepared for? Zane's very enthusiastic influencer boyfriend, Harry Styles. When Harry Styles signs on to become Zane's fake boyfriend, he's expecting 12 months of good press and a generous paycheck to help launch his hair and skincare line. He wasn't expecting to fall in love at first sight with the man who will apparently be following Zane around all the damn time, the entire year. A fake dating with a twist, famous not famous, enemies to friends to secret lovers AU, where Larry and Zayn fall in love behind the scenes while Zary bicker in public. We also have a fic fest this month, the 1D one-liner fic fest, which you can... Find on AO3 the full collections there. And there's also a master post on Tumblr at 1D one liner fest. And the premise of the fest is you get one line and the rest is up to you. Thanks so much for listening to Fan Fictional, and I'll be back next month with some more great fic wrecks. Bye.